Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the CEO Secret Weapon podcast. So here's a question for you. Does hard work always guarantee success in business? Hmm. So I'm going to talk about that today in today's episode. Let's explore it because I see a lot of stuff out there on social media. Yet a lot of the stuff on social media doesn't correlate to the people that are actually very, very successful that I meet and that I coach as well. In fact, it's not to say that these people don't work hard. Of course they work hard. But what I notice is that on social media, it's all about the, the hustle and the grind. And it seems like this is some real cool words, but I don't actually see people proving it. Something I say in a lot of coaching is prove it. If you're such a hard worker, show me the evidence. So I'd rather somebody come to me and I have a lot more respect for people that can show me their numbers, show me the data, show me the proof that how successful they're becoming and their business is becoming. And what I tend to find is the people that actually work smarter, not just harder, but the people that work smarter are the ones that can actually prove this. Otherwise, it's just a load of talk. And look, I know people that have got hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram and are broke. Yeah? So, what what is your definition of success here? Is it to have lots of followers and talk about the hustle and the grind and be really popular? Or is it about actually having a business that can make you the money that you want for your life that you wish for so you can have the life, whatever that looks like for you, and the time? Because if think about it, the harder we work, if we're the person who has to keep working harder and harder and harder, then there's only so many hours. When does that stop? So I have far more respect. And if you go and talk to my clients in coaching, then you'll see that they have businesses that can start to work without them. So they have leverage. Yeah, think about what we said about before about Steve Jobs. You know, think about Steve Jobs if he was still alive right now. How many how long of hours would he have to work in his garage to supply every iPhone, iMac, iPad out there to the world? It'd be impossible. So at some point, you have to start to form leverage and start to think about time. And if you're always grinding and hustling and it's just you doing it, then, you know, then, yeah, that isn't going to guarantee your success, is it? So let's talk about that today. First of all, though, ladies and gentlemen, this is the CEO Secret Weapon Podcast, your go-to podcast for business leaders that will keep you performing at your highest state so you can achieve more of what is possible. Who can be the CEO? Well, it can be business owners, entrepreneurs, executives, employees. Yeah, Anybody can be the CEO because most of all, the CEO is you. You at your best, a state of confidence and a high performance and a frame of mind that removes all doubt. Yeah, The amount of doubt that people can start to gather in their life from other people that haven't been there. And look, it might be to, to keep you safe and it's the best advice from them, but where are you taking advice from? Yeah. If it's, if it's your advice from Uncle Bob that says that being in business isn't the way to do it because, uh, you know, you have heart, people have heart attacks in business. You don't want to be in business too much stress, too much stuff. Well, yeah, because there wasn't doing business right, right? So make sure you get the right information from the right people. This goes back to the episode today then. So does hard work guarantee business success? Let's have a think about that. So look, yeah, it's really cool to be on the grind, to be on the hustle. Stuart spoke about it before in the last few episodes as well, is the grind and hustle eventually leads to burnout. Nobody wants to be burnt out. And if you actually plan it out so much and you're always grinding and hustling, how do you know that you're actually there yet? 
What's the point in life if you're always grinding and hustling until you're 80, 90, 100? Yeah, I get it. You know, you got to enjoy the journey. Got to enjoy the journey. But when is the journey? Where are you? Are you more present with your success? Or are you always chasing after something and grinding and hustling? What I'm talking about here, ladies and gentlemen, is if you haven't got time, yeah, you can have all the money you want and the most successful business. Well, is it really successful if you're having to be in it all the time? Yeah. But if you haven't got that time, then there's no point. Because the one resource that we've all got the same thing of is every hour is an hour. We've got 24 hours in a day. Yeah. You can add it up into a week and a year. How many years? Yeah. What's the average lifespan of a human being? Think about it. What, 80, 85? So just do the calculation now. How many weeks are you through that that span, that, that lifespan, that 4,000-week lifetime? How many weeks have you got left? All right. And the reason I'm doing this is not to put a downer on this, but it's a reality check. So do you really want to spend those 4,000 weeks? Yeah. If you're listening at 40 now, then you've got 2,000 weeks. Okay, if you're listening at thirty, you got you got you got you're through fifteen hundred weeks, right? So really think about it. What's the best use of your time? How are you gonna get more time if you're always hustling and grinding? So does hard work pay off? Is your is this really the 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 mantra that you want to live by? That you really want to hustle and you want to grind? Now, of course, you've got to start doing something. You've got to do some hard work. What I'm saying here is not that you should just, you know, slow everything down. But there's got to be another element to this as well. If you think about the equation, it's not just having that hard work hustle mentality. Because that's kind of like having a ladder. Keep climbing the ladder step by step by step by step. And I'm going to go faster and faster and faster and harder. And then when you reach it at the top you realise that ladder was up the wrong wall. So what does your ladder look like? Is it up the right wall? Do you even have a ladder? Hmm. So what do we do? Come on, come on, Lewis. You know, you've, you've, you've given us a reality check here. You've given this, this information. What do we do next? Well, you've got another destination, right? There's, there's five steps here, right? The first one is you've got to know the direction of travel. What do I mean by direction of travel? Well, think about your vision. Think about your dream. What is that dream? What is that vision? What do you actually want? What do you want? Make a list of the things that you do want. Find the common thing that will get you there. So now you know what you do want. What it allows us to do is gives us that direction of travel. Direction of travel is the thing that we know that we're so certain that that's where we want to get to, that we can make bang, fast, quick decisions. So, for instance, you know, let's say uh, you were uh, just finishing college and you don't know whether to go and get a job right now or you should carry on your studying and become, you know, go and do your master's or a PhD or whatever it may be. Well, it's kind of like, well, what do I want to do? Do I need more money? Do I want to get a PhD? Well, you're confused, right? But if the direction of travel was so clear that in five to ten years' time, I'm going to go and be at this this location. I don't know what the the journey looks like yet. I just don't know where I'm going to end up. 
So if you know you're going to be a doctor, let's say it was a, a you know, a a chemist, let's say, right? You're gonna go and you're gonna go and be a, the, the world's best chemist. So you set your goals that you're going to be picking up prizes and awards one day for for the amazing work that you do as a chemist. And then you finish college, and you've got an option to go and get a a job in um, you know in a let's say any any normal job stacking shelves, for example, just to get a bit of cash flow in there. You go and work in a supermarket. Um, and then you quit your college because then you get a better job come up. A better job offer could be to be a manager in the supermarket. So you go, hmm, actually, I'm going to go here because this could be a career in management. Great. But what's the direction of travel? Was it to be a career in management or was it to be, a, you know, to be the world's best chemist? So having that direction of travel and being completely certain on it will allow you to have better decisions and better movement in the right direction, which can also, if you think about it, life is just moment from moment to moment. It's decision to decision to decision. So having clear direction of travel allows those questions to come much more quickly. And the faster you take action, the faster you get there. So when we're talking about this stuff, I thought this was all about, you know, um, does hard work guarantee my success? Well, yeah, hard work guarantees your success, but as long as it is in the right direction. There's no point just jumping on a treadmill and going, work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, and then till you're 50, 60, 70, and then you haven't achieved what you wanted in life, or you're no further forward because you're just working hard, right? So what I'm saying here is you've got to have that direction of travel. What's the vision? What's the dream? Now you've got the vision and the dream, we can talk about what are the milestones that you need to see along the way that can excite you and know that you're getting there. Because if the milestones are too far away, like the dream, then we never know. Look, we can travel in that direction of travel, but if we're not winning along the way, we're going to feel pretty bad about ourselves, okay? And look, even the most resilient people out there can keep going and keep going and keep going. But it's nice to have more small wins more often. So there's a lot of research out there in the in the science world that actually looks at the brain. And um, one of my favorite people is a lady... Um, Barbara Fredrickson, and she's got this, uh, the broaden and build theory. And what the broaden and build theory says is that more positive emotions spiral up to even more positive emotions, which then causes even a broader range of results. Okay, so it broadens the mind rather than closes the mind. And the broaden, the more broadened, the broader the mind is, then the more open it is to see new ideas and new possibilities and new opportunities. So it could create new opportunities in the direction of travel, okay? The opposite is that negative feelings, it could just start off with feeling a little bit anxious at some point, and the next thing you know, that anxiety can start to lead to you know depression, dark places in life. And the, the darker the spiral is on that downward um, spiral of negativity, the less broad, the more narrow the mind is. So it sees even less opportunities. Right, and this can also then start to lead to people feeling negative, feeling self-doubt, feeling, feeling all these negative things that don't lead to any positive results in their life. So the reason that we put milestones or any goals in place, and we've got to make sure that these goals are achievable, right? Because if they're not achievable, they're too daunting. And daunting is a quite a good thing, but I like to have daunting as that's part of the vision that we don't know how we're getting there yet, but that's what's exciting. 
but the milestones along the way are just little things that can start to make us feel like we're hitting that ball and just taking a few shots because no master was ever ever really good at the start right every master was once a disaster so we need to know that we're just taking some little steps forward and having some small wins rather than big wins because if we don't have any win then the broaden and build theory says that we start to spiral down i'd rather be spiraling up than spiraling down okay so this isn't just for for you as listeners by the way this could help so many people in your life think about your team members if you're a manager or a business owner or a ceo already what sort of things could you do into your culture to encourage more wins what could you do to encourage more wins in your team to spiral upwards to more positive results and if you're uh, an employee what do you need to look at in yourself right because remember all leadership starts with self-leadership there's a podcast there isn't there all leadership starts with self-leadership so don't expect to be a great leader in your career unless you've got great self-leadership first so just be aware of your emotions and how things are coming up and by having those small goals being achieved and those milestones being ticked off we can start to move forward and that doesn't matter if you're a business owner ceo entrepreneur or even just in life you might find somebody that could be struggling right now mental health is huge right huge stuart even took it to another level mental fitness yeah mental health is huge so perhaps this broaden and build theory now you've got this as a tool you could start to use this as well to help other people that are out of business okay so now you know the direction of travel the vision the dream now you've got some goals that could lead towards it you can almost work backwards don't you think about the seven habits of highly effective people if you haven't read that book stephen covey make sure you go and listen to it but i imagine that you have because uh you know you're into your personal development and it's one of the key books to be listening to or reading so stephen covey says start with the end in mind yeah one of his habits is start with the end in mind so and this is getting the end in mind so you know the direction of travel it's all starting to make sense now right so you've got some goals in place the next one is is how are you going to get there you starting to form a plan you got the end destination you know what the milestones are now we can start to look at what are the the what is the plan yeah how does this actually come to fruition how does how do you start to prove it because if it's too far away those those milestones then how do you know you're doing the right stuff daily so the, what a plan will do is it gets all the thoughts into one place and you can start to structure it about what's needed to do on your to-do list i don't like the word to-do list i like the word focus list what are you focusing on because if we look for a to-do list we can fill it full of anything right but what we're after here is laser targeted focus yeah we're looking down the sniper rifle yeah down the down the uh, down the scope and what do you have in sight well it's that vision right so the plan will be the step by step of how we start to get the small wins again if there's a plan there you can i like to use sticky notes on the wall rip them off there we go achievement of the day small win more small wins lead to bigger wins so the plan is there to give you the step by step of small wins and what i do with a lot of coaching clients in fact every coaching client that comes and sits around my table will have to have a plan so i spend a whole day with them on a strategy day aligning what they want and what the business needs to look like to get here it's it's just essential it doesn't make sense to start taking actions and step forward if we don't know what the plan is 
right? So what's your plan? Someone says to me, hey, Lewis, look, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this thing and I'm, I'm doing it already. I, I, I to, the first thing I say is, show me your plan. Show me your plan to get there. And if they haven't got a plan, then I just realise that they're probably just giving me some BS to try and, you know, try and convince me that they are doing stuff when they're not. Because the plan is the very first step. And it doesn't matter what sort of level of planning you do, it could be really, really finite planning where you're so detailed, or it could just be, here's the plan for the week. Every week, I'm going to do this, and it's just a sticky note in there, all right? It's still a plan. The point here is, is the effort made to make the plan. If they haven't got a plan, then it just shows how serious they are, all right? Not very serious at all if there is no plan there. So, again, if you're really talking about this vision and you're really talking about these goals, prove it. The first step to proving it is just show me some kind of plan. So this is it. If you are a manager or a business owner or an entrepreneur or an executive and you want to go that next level, well, there's been tools that you can use from this podcast that could help you or help your team members do it. Okay, you've now learned some tools that, I mean, you could use this at anything, couldn't you? If it was a sales meeting, for example, why not turn around to the client and say, hey, look, where do you want to get to? What's your vision? What's your goals to know that you'd be working, this would be working for you along the way? And how about we get a plan in place, right? It's a, it just makes perfect sense. If it was an operations meeting, what's the ideal outcome that we're looking for? Where's the milestones along the way to know that we can measure it and make it win? And by the way, for those goals, if you're going to measure it, guess what else you need? You need to be testing and measuring. You need KPIs. You need performance indicators, right? So you know you're on track. We'll speak about all this in a different episode because it's just unraveling so much more that we can start to look at, right? I mean, yeah. When I first start working with business owners and we talk about this stuff, we realize, we go, oh my, we might need longer than one day to strategize this because it's just like getting a big tub of spaghetti and throwing it on the table, but it needs doing. It's so key. And the outcome is lots of clarity. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, clarity equals performance. Not just hard work, not just the hustle, not the grind, right? They're just nice buzzwords that make people feel like they're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. What equals performance is clarity. Clarity of direction of travel. Clarity on the measurement and the milestones and what we need to achieve. Clarity on the plan. And most of all, clarity in the mental space that you are winning and you're not just burning out. So does this answer the question? Does hard work guarantee business success? I'll leave that one to you. My response? No. I've never seen someone who's running on a treadmill absolutely sweating yeah yeah real hard work but they're not moving anywhere they look busy they're talking about being busy but it doesn't guarantee results now that hard work running on the treadmill remove the treadmill okay give them a bike give them some running shoes yeah give them the mountain to run up or give them the road to run along and then it guarantees results okay Think smarter, not harder.
You've been listening to the CEO Secret Weapon podcast with Lewis Hayden and Stuart Walter. If you'd like to engage, comment or direct message Lewis or Stuart about any other products or services we offer and would like to work with us, then you can visit us on Instagram at CEO Secret Weapon. There you'll see all the podcasts in one place and you can comment and engage with the episodes too.